One of the most boring things when you're leaving Africa is to fly over the Sahara Desert at nighttime. It is practically the size of the United States. And can you imagine flying north, south, east, or west? And it's just black. There's nothing you can see. Not a light, not anything. You don't see any towns or villages or cities. It's just a huge, huge desert. Occasionally, very occasionally, probably once or twice in all of my times going up and down over the Sahara Desert, you might see a small light, and it's probably a Bedouin campfire in the middle of the desert. And you can see it from very far away. And I presume when you're flying at 30,000 feet, you can see hundreds of miles around. But you can see it from very far away. But the amazing thing is that one campfire changes everything. And that is a beautiful symbol for what the Beatitudes are about. At the time of Jesus, the people of Israel, the people that he was ministering to, were at their lowest. They were suffering from abject poverty, oppression. Their life was extremely difficult, and they were suffering a lot. And that is why Jesus goes up the mountain. Just like Moses went up the mountain and got the Ten Commandments, Jesus goes up the mountain, he turns, and he looks at them, and he sees them. That's a very important, very important line and word in the Gospels. Jesus sees them. Yes, he sees their poverty. He sees their horrible suffering but he sees something else as well. Jesus sees the divine source that dwells within them. He sees God dwelling in them, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Reflecting the words of St. John of the Cross, you are yourself that very place where God dwells. So Jesus is saying, and what we need to hear is that you are yourself the very place that God dwells in each one of us. And God has chosen to dwell in us. Because the problem that people are suffering is they are in touch with their brokenness, but they're out of touch with their blessedness. And that is what Jesus is trying to do. He wants to reconnect them with the blessedness in their lives. One of the ways in which Jesus chooses to do this is by inviting his disciples to come close to him because he wants them to see the people as he sees them. They're to be his companions on his journey, on the journey that he's leading them through. They're to be the agents of helping people to see that um, that that there is a blessedness within them. But also, he wants them to be the ones who contradict the message that the people are going through. The ones who will show kindness, who will show respect, who will help the people who are broken, who are suffering, who are, who are going through very difficult times. He's the one, he, these are the ones Jesus is has chosen to be the agents of compassion 
uh, among the people and among all people who are suffering in some way. We should never underestimate the smallest act of kindness, the difference it can make in the life of somebody who is suffering in some way. Never underestimate that and the power of it in people's lives. And in some cases, it can change the situation completely. So the Beatitudes fall in three sections. Blessed are those who are broken down. Blessed are those who are finding life very difficult. Blessed are those who are suffering. Jesus wants them to be in touch with the light in the middle of the darkness that will overcome it. And their suffering and their pain is never ultimate. This is what Jesus wants them to be in touch with. Jesus wants also those who can act in, in, in kind ways. Jesus says those who show mercy will receive mercy. Kindness grows when it is shared. And that is what Jesus wants people to do. When you encounter somebody who is suffering in some way, don't be indifferent. Reach out to them with an act of kindness. And this kindness spreads and grows within the person giving and in the person receiving as well. And that is the second group. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. Blessed are the peacemakers. So Jesus is going through all the blessedness, all the attitudes that we have to have in life. And finally, he says that at the end, he says that if you have these attitudes, you're going to undergo some kind of resentment. Uh, sometimes uh, people will be angry with you when you're standing up for what God is standing up for in life. There are always two ways to address a problem in people's lives. Let me give the example of poverty. You know, most of the world is living in abject poverty today. And um, there was a great saint, St. Oscar Romero, he said, if I give to the poor, they call me a saint. If I ask why are the poor poor, they call me a communist. So we give to the poor. But what we don't pay enough attention to is, why are the poor poor? Believe me, if you start that conversation, you will soon know what Jesus is talking about. You will soon be vilified. You will soon be accused. And you will raise people's hackles. Because people don't like to address that question, and uh, they want to stay far away from it. But there are the two sides of dealing with abject poverty in the world in which we live in. So that is something that, um, that we should all uh, keep in mind, that we have to be kind to those who are living in poverty, but we also have to educate ourselves about what is causing so much poverty in the world in which we live in today. There's another saying um, that it is that if you want to go if you want to go, write it down. If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. And Jesus is saying, by bringing his disciples close to him, that he doesn't want us journeying through life alone. 
That's why this is a home, your spiritual home. And this is a place where you can find companions on the journey, people of like mind who have Jesus Christ at the center of their life, people who care for other people, people who can help us when we are down, who can pray for us, support us, and encourage us. So let us listen carefully to Jesus' very profound teaching in the Beatitudes, and let it change our attitudes to life. Let us see people like Jesus saw them, and let us change our attitudes to be like the attitudes that Jesus Christ has as well. And I will conclude by saying that our school and our teachers are doing their best to impart the wisdom of the Beatitudes onto the children so that in our school, so that they too will have the attitudes that Jesus Christ has as well.